reporting live and direct from Northern California on this beautiful and clear Tuesday night headed into your Wednesday morning. This is El Jamal and you are tuned into Out of Bounds. This is a show where nothing is off topic and you are free to express your Second Amendment as long as you got them facts. Uh, let's just get into what this is all about. I just wanted to make a forum for a lot of people to express their opinions, whether it be about sports, politics, entertainment, uh, anything you like, um, and me, myself as well, just as long as you got your facts correct. Uh, let's get right into it. We're going to talk about some future projects. Uh, for example, I got my blog coming on the way with the same name. Uh, that'll be more uh Sports and review uh, oriented. I'll be having a, a story about the O2 Kings on there as well as uh, some movie reviews and some TV show reviews. Uh, tonight, I wanted to uh, get into the two biggest things on my mind LeBron and also Kanye. So uh, buckle up and I hope you enjoy your ride on my first ever podcast. Thank you. All right, so we right back on it. We're going to get right back to it. Uh, let's discuss LeBron. Uh, let's not just discuss how good he is or how great he is. Uh, let's not even talk about necessarily how he compares with uh, Kobe and Jordan. Let's take it beyond that. You know, let's take it. Let's let's talk about it subjectively. And, and then let's also talk. I'm also going to talk about uh how I view uh my more my vision of a Mount Rushmore for the NBA. Well, LeBron has just sweeped the first seed Toronto Raptors. Are you surprised? I'm not. People had this team dead in the water at some point in the year. But although I'm not a fan, I do love LeBron as a player. Somehow I wasn't buying it. Pretty much knew the team had what it t- takes to to get at least to the playoffs and to the finals. I mean, I, that roster on paper, it it looks ugly. It looked ugly in the beginning of the year, but those trades helped out. And when you couple that with having the best player in the universe, that's that's what you're gonna get. Now. DeMar, DeMar DeRozan and Kyle Lowry both average over 20 points a game. They didn't show up for four straight games and got swept. Now, I'm trying to figure out which is worse. Is the Blazers sweep worse or is their sweep worse? Now, mind you... Portland had an up and down season, and they ended up getting the third seed. But mind you, they had that up and down season, and I, as a and I'm a Portland fan, I didn't see them really getting out of the second round. To be honest with you, surprised they got swept, but hey, you know, I gotta live with that. I gotta hold that out. But to see a team with two guards that averaged over 20 points a game not show up for four, that's crazy. In this last game, this game four, the highest score was Jonas Valanciunas with 18 points. 18 points in only 16 minutes of play. DeRozan and Lowry played, of course, the lion's share of minutes. And they only accounted for 18 points. 18. That's crazy. And Serge helped with 12 points. CJ Miles helped with 13 but 93 points from the number one seed? Yikes. I would have never imagined. But, you know, I think with all we can blame, we could probably put the blame on the guards. We could put the blame on the coach. At some point in time, you're just going to have to say LeBron is that damn good. You could sit there and, and say, well, he flopped. He did this. He did that. He averages a triple-double. Okay? 
in the playoffs, in the NBA Finals. Who can say that they do that? Who, who, who's, who, whose favorite player does that? I'm sorry, other than maybe Durant, maybe Curry. That's that's elite. That's an elite class right there. Now, as far as comparing them to Jordan and Kobe, well, I, I don't I don't like it because they don't even play the same position. We're talking about a shooting guard compared to a small forward. That doesn't even they don't even play they don't even do the same things on the court necessarily. And of course there's gonna be different aspects to each to their games that respectively both of them are more proficient at than the other. Duh. I mean, Jordan was a great inside scorer, a great shooter, great, great jump shooter. He had a great jump shot. That's what he did. LeBron is an all-around behemoth who can score on the inside, who can who can take it to the rim, who can slam it down hard in your face. And he also has some touch from behind the arc, and he can have, he he's he de- he's developed a jump shot over the years. He, they're both solid. They were both solid. Def- they're both solid defenders. Jim, MJ was a was a defensive of the year winner. You know, they're they're all around players. I think to compare the greats to each other in terms of who's better, that's ridiculous because you're always going to have an argument over one over the other. You want to go championships? Oh well. Kobe has six, so Russell has 11. Do you really want to go there? Do you really want to make it about MVPs, individual awards? Well, doesn't Abdul-Jabbar own that? So when we as sports fans, NBA fans specifically, start to say, well, this guy is better than this guy, this guy... Really? How? How can we say that? For real, for real. I think they're both the best players of their respective eras. But then, look at the competition. Especially now. For example, let's get into some playoff facts here. Now, there's there's a notion out there that LeBron... He sucks in the playoffs. Oh, he's three and six. He could have been one and eight. Well, you know, he's three and six in the finals, this, that. Well, you know what? Let's look at some of the teams he had to face. His very first finals was in 06. Three years after, you know, coming into the league. Mind you, with a team like that he had. Oh, God. But now, mind you, he had to go against Parker, Ginobili, and Duncan. Now, you mean to tell me those aren't three Hall of Famers? Jordan struggled, too, in his early playoff years. He had to go through the bad boy Pistons, who had a couple Hall of Famers, if I'm not mistaken. Isaiah Thomas being one of them. Let's look at it again. He goes, and then he goes... Oh, wait, wait. And we can even talk about his first ever playoff run in 05, if we're talking LeBron. We had to go go against the Bad Boys 2.0, Rip Hamilton, Ben Wallace. He had to go up against the best of the best. So your record might not always be the best or be undefeated. You know, it's funny because, you know, people will make a make a. I, I, and I'll put this analogy together because people do this in there's a lot of boxing fans that do this. There's a lot of people that are critical, you know, because, you know, you get into records and you want to talk about who's undefeated. Well, Floyd Mayweather is undefeated, but I'm telling you, there's a lot of boxing fans that has a lot of negative crap to say about him. And you got somebody like Manny Pacquiao, five, six losses. Oh, my God, he's a god. Oh, God, he's the best. He's so entertaining. So if you're facing the best, it's obvious that you're going to take L's every now and again. Oh, let's look at the 07 playoff run for the Cavs. He has to go get the Celtics big three. Come on now. Like, do you know the roster he had going back to those days in Cleveland? Do you do you do you know who they had? To even get to the point where you're going against the Celtics big three is pretty damn amazing. 
you cannot you cannot overstate or underestimate the man's skill. I think if he was given the team a, a solid team from the get go, he he could have gotten them at least one finals by now. Uh, 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 he could have gotten them at one point early in his career. I, I, if you give him a solid point guard or another four or somebody or maybe maybe two solid role players or something like that. He wins the title early in his career and he might not ever leave Cleveland. You know? So the best play the best in the playoffs. So the to, to so the three to six to me play a finals record to me is he earned it, you know, and, and if you look at how his career progressed yeah, he lost to the Spurs, but he was able to get that revenge later on. With the help of Ray Allen, so what? Tim Duncan had David Robinson at one point in his career. Then he had Ginobili and Park. This is obvious. Paul Pierce had to get Garnett and Ray Allen. Colby needed Shaq. Come on now. Kobe couldn't even manage a team with Steve Nash and and Dwight Howard. Yet, LeBron James was taking a team that consisted. Hold on now, I got the facts right here. I had to write. I had to write them down. You know, he took a team that had Wally Zerbiak and Joe Smith to the conference finals with sixty six wins. Guys, this is what LeBron did. Come on, that's and this this is 09, of course. They end up losing the series, of course. Cause you have Wally Zerbiak and Joe Smith. And they, you know, they couldn't get it together. And then he goes up against the big three again in 09. He has Sebastian Telfair, Old Shaq, Delonte West, and Jamario Moon. Come on. Come on, come on, really, really, bruh, really. Why are we comparing? Can't we just enjoy the fact that he's good and he got it done when he could able was able to get it done? Are we really going to go? I mean, because I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Going, going against OKC. In 2012, with Durant, Harden, and Westbrook, is scarier to me than the 97 Malone, Stockton, and Hornacek. Sorry, let's argue. Can't, can't. You're, you're not gonna. You're not gonna. You're not gonna. You're not gonna buy that. I, I can't buy that. I can't buy that. Um, if you look at even the modern era for LeBron, he's he's had to beat S- S- Steph Curry. At the top of his game, two MVPs in, and Clay, and Draymond. Now, now, albeit separate, those two peop- those two guys might not be as strong, but together on that team, they're amazing. That team was great, and he was able to beat them. Sure, he lost to Durant, but that's that's Golden State plus Durant. Gosh, damn. I, I mean, yeah, you lose, you take your lumps, ha ha, but. God, y'all too y'all hard on the on somebody who outballs y'all a lot of y'all favorite team by itself. <clears throat> Sixers, <clears throat> Bucks. <clears throat> I'll even throw my favorite team in there. Portland, he outballs your whole team. Yes. Even with CJ and Dame, he outballs all of us. Sorry by itself. And that's why you needed Golden Golden State. They, they were your shining armor. Basketball, Golden State did you a favor, okay? But now I will tell you this: if LeBron is able to beat them, you know he's a legend. He's a legend. I'm sorry, and because Steph, Clay, Draymond, and Draymond and Durant together collectively, in my opinion, sh- come on now, who who did MJ face that that that? That that rings that that same that same resonance. He played Peyton and Kemp together. That was fine, and you know Kemp was solid. He averaged twenty points in the series, ten rebounds actually. 
Um, he had a couple 30-point games, I believe, too. Pretty solid on the boards during the series, but they lost 4-2. But they lost 4-2. Now, mind you, in, in Jordan's era, these teams, these these Blazer teams and these these, these Seattle teams have, were having 61-win seasons and brilliant, miracle seasons. But they would lose like 4-2. They wouldn't even like compete, even in defeat. LeBron gives you something. And I'll give you, I'll give you, you know, let's talk about 2011 with Dallas real quick here. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to move on into the topic of my Mount Rushmore a little bit. But uh, let's talk about 2011 with Dallas. Now, you're going to say that LeBron choked. Everybody's going to say that. Fine. Say it. I hope it makes you happy. I'm going to tell you something different. I'm going to take you to the other side. I'm going to tell you that, sure, LeBron might have choked, but Dallas was a pretty damn good team. And if anybody was going to beat them, that team, it was going to be Dallas in 2011. We're talking about the highest rated team in the playoffs. This is a team that led in every statistical category other than blocks and overall rebounds. They swept the Lakers with Kobe and Powell, Bynum and Odom and Artest in the second round full zip, bro. Now, that's a good ass team. That's solid. And they pretty much beat everybody 4-1 or 4-2 throughout the way. But they were a damn good team. So as much as you want to say, oh, LeBron showed, LeBron that, don't don't discredit what Dallas did by saying that. I think you're discrediting what Dallas did. I think that's disrespectful. Dirk won that title. Dallas won the title. LeBron didn't choke it away necessarily. Because if that's the case, so did Wade. Because that's Wade's, in all reality, that's Wade's team. It didn't matter if LeBron got traded there. LeBron wanted to go there. Why? Because of Wade. Wade was the man. He's the face of Miami. So if you want to say anybody choked, it could have been him. We'll say that for another time. All right, now. We're going to get back to it. We're going to get back to this uh, Mount Rushmore. In a little bit. Yeah. So uh, let's get into the Mount Rushmore concept. Uh, a lot of people put a, a top four together or the top three heads or something to that nature. But, uh, I love basketball. I'm a big sports head in general, but I, I do got a I do got a, a, a soft spot for basketball. It's one of the first first organized sports I've ever seen live. I've ever seen on TV. Uh, the first black people I ever saw was basketball players, Portland Trailblazers to be exact. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was living in Oregon, but uh, for you, but uh, I have a closeness to sports, so um. I enjoy all aspects of it, so I I, I don't like to to say top twenty five or to rank them, but uh, I like to put them all together. I like to put them all all the legends together, and uh, I don't believe in ranking them. I believe that they all deserve their reverence, and they all deserve their respect because the real great ones all change the game in some way, shape, or form. And instead of making it a Mount, uh, a Mount Rushmore, I got to make it a Mount Olympus. Um, we talk about Bill Russell and what he was able to do during his, his time of play in the 60s in the civil rights era and what he did, not just on the court, but outside, being the humanitarian that he was, being a champion for many different causes for my people, 
Um, you move down through the athleticism, through the the triple double guys. You got your your Oscar Robertses. You got your guys who could score. You got your Kareem Abdul's, the great scores that people could count on, could, that people could rely on. The jersey, the jersey sellers. You know, people that put the fans in the seats and made guys like me who want to do it. You know, thinking we could be like them. Uh, Julius Servant. The high flashes, the high dunk, beautiful, acrobatic, Dominique Wilkins, Vince Carter. These names all resonate. And none of them is better or other than to me. You know, I don't rank it. There's no reason to. Weren't you in awe when you saw Vince Carter do that? He didn't, look, yeah, he didn't win the titles. He didn't win all the championships that you wanted, that you thought he could do. He, you know, but he was an all-star and he gave you great moments. That slam dunk, come on, bruh. You was feeling that. That got you off your seat. I remember it, so do you. I grew up with Tracy McGrady. I grew up right when he, I was, that's when I picked up a, picked up a basketball and wanted to shoot the ball a little bit. That's that inspired me. That's why it resonates. That's why I refuse to rank them because I I grew up watching all of them play each other, and you gotta respect a little bit of all of them. All of them had something to bring to the table. I watched Kobe play. He did have a mentality that was a killer instinct. He he would go in and just go in. And there was nothing you could do about it. That's amazing. Jordan was able to do the exact same thing. So who are we to say, oh, well, one's better. Or oh, this guy's better. You can't say that. You put them all together. Magic, Bob Cousy. Great addition to ball out. Great at getting other people involved and making their teammates better. Real team captains. Real team captains. Selfless. Hustle points. Isaiah Thomas. Please. He did that in spades. He fits in there. How do you how do you say how do you say one guy is better than the other? I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. Sure, when 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 history, you know, when, when you know, we get later on in the history, you might see big numbers by the by the Durant of the world. You might see Ben Simmons coming to fruition. He might he might make his way. They might make their way to the Pantheon. But does that discredit the memories that you we can find of 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 Larry Bird? We we know we can still we know Larry, but we can look up Larry Bird. Larry Bird is not far away from our from our member. It's not like you can't YouTube him. You can't you can't Google his stats. We know he played. We know he was a baller. Does does LeBron being as good as he is take over Jordan? Hell no. Why would you think that? But just because Jordan existed, that doesn't make LeBron insignificant either. They're all great. They're all awesome. They all made you watch the game. So who are you to say this guy's better? That guy's better. That's that's a play that argument. Now, the real discussion should be now is who's the next crop? Who who's gonna be the next to join him? Who's gonna be the next who's gonna be the who's gonna be the next them? Who's gonna who when is Mark is Mark Hill folks gonna be the man that they drafted him to be? That's gonna be the questions. Is Philly gonna be able to turn it around? And who's gonna be the star on that team? Is Kyrie gonna ascend to just being a good scorer? But is he gonna be one of the, the top players to ever play the game and to and make something with Gordon Hayward with the Celtics? That's gonna be the those are important questions. An important question now is how does how does how does Russell Westbrook pick up 
after being beaten again, after going after going for the triple double, after having what seemed to be better help. These are the questions that are important. Not some not 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 is a player that's playing right now at the highest of his abilities better than a player that played 20, 30, 15 years ago. You see what I mean? The, the, the main question is, is Sacramento ever going to do anything? Another question would be, what's up with, what's up with Dame and CJ? They can't get it together. Is LeBron going to stay in Cleveland? I think he does. I think he chose all you. I think if he wins a championship this year, he retires and says, I got everything I ever wanted. Thank you, Cleveland. Bye-bye. What happens? These are more pressing than who's better than LeBron and and MJ or LeBron. I don't give a damn. I know Kobe's good. I saw what he did. Now, mind you, we're going to get into the old two kings later, but... uh, they gave Kobe that title in 02. But outside of that, well, I, I got to level with you real quick. 02 was tainted for me and Kobe. I, 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 he like, he, he's like Tom. Y'all won, but a uh, little murky for me. But I got to give y'all props because y'all won. But it's murky. It's murky for y'all. I don't know. But, you know, he's still great. But uh, King's about to beat that ass. I ain't never been the same since the NBA tried to blackball him. But, hey, that's neither here nor there. we get to that soon. We're going to finish it all up tonight with, uh, with my thoughts on this man, Kanye, and his craziness. Uh, y'all bear with me. <laughs> I'm not going to make this get too emotional or too graphic or nothing like that, but I'm going to state my piece. All right, now. All right, now. So we're going to wrap this all up, and we're going to dissect these Kanye comments. Well, at least I am. Uh, We all know what he said. We don't really need to get into the quotes and all that. TMZ clips. I ain't got the time for all that. It's not important. Um, what matters is, though, is that he's right. He's right to his opinion. He has a right to have his opinion. Now, being in a, a citizen, and I use that term loosely for for matters we'll get into later. We'll learn more about me, and hopefully I'll learn about more about you guys. But, uh... I'm going to express my Second Amendment, my right to free thought. Being kidnapped, placed on a boat, chained, cramped in tight quarters with filth, that was, that was force. That was a violation. There was no real choice other than already being pre-prepared or hopefully being in somewhat of a close-knit tribe that already hadn't started selling each other off, maybe. Let's not talk about even that deep. That's even more of a scar people don't want to acknowledge right now. Let's not get into that one either right now. But uh, these things were not done by choice. People came into your country, and at certain times in your history, you have allowed them in. You have, we have at at points in our history conquered other other countries. If you look at the history of the Moors in Spain, so evidence of our wealth, evidence of our existence, has been here.
we weren't brought here by a choice. It was, it's, we were brought here by greed. We were brought here by people's belief that we were inferior to them and we should be subjugated against. And we could actually up withheld, we had the immune system to fight their diseases off. Unlike, unfortunately, like many of our Native American brethren, This was by design. This was a plan. This was not something that just was just happened by circumstance. People said, oh, we're just going to go along with it. It's funny because and it's funny that he says that when if you look in your own, if you're a Christian now, if you're a Christian or if you're into the, the theology of things, if you were to look at your Bible, your Christian Bible, maybe Old Testament, of course, and you know, you know how monochristians will feel about this. But if you ever were to take your time out of your life to take a take a take a take take the take a second and look at the passage of Deuteronomy, and you see the passages of where they're going to take you to a a new Egypt on slave ships with the iron yokes around your neck. And will strip you of of all of all your culture, and make you worship gods of wood and stone, unbeknownst to your real ancestors. Read that for me. Read that. Do a little homework for me. And you tell me how this wasn't by some real massive design. Now, I will tell you this. Sure. A black man, a black woman might have woke up at one point in time during this ugly, brutal time. Many of them might have and just said, I will get up and just live my regular life. And that was their choice. They just peeped the cotton. We know about the field slaves. They were in the field. They hated their master. They still did their job. Much as they, they hated the master, they wanted to play the dozens. They talked about the other house slaves. Talked about how they were so much better because, you know, whatever. They were still on that plantation. They still had to do something for that white man. And then you, you had your, your house slaves who felt he was somewhat elevated. And there's always that that misnomer that they were all light-skinned, which they weren't, by the way. It didn't matter. Just about your your ability to be meaningful about around white people and, and suck up. So you have that. You have you've always had that. that. And that and yes, there's everyday choices. That's an everyday choice. Is that is that a reflection of a people know, and you want to know why that's not a reflection of the people, because guess what? With the house Negroes, as many house Negroes as we had, Kanye included, <clears throat> you know, along with your, 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 your Amos and Andes and all that, and, and your, and your, and your house, Negro, your real house Negroes back in the day, yes, a boss, and, and yes, a sir, yes, you had that, yes. You for sure did. But you also had, and you, and you need to do your research. That's why I encourage everybody to study their history. Black, white, Asian, Polynesian, his, uh, Latino. Learn your history and then learn about other people so you know what the fuck you're talking about when you're dealing with them and you know how to handle them in social situations so you know where they're coming from. Instead of just saying, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. You'll never understand where we're coming from, okay? Because you know, you ain't never, you wasn't brought here like that. Yeah, you was discriminated in your own way, but you, <sighs> come on now, stop it. Stop it. Don't, don't, don't even, I don't want to hear you try to, try to, I don't want to hear a lot of people, unless you're trying to hear me out, hear us out on some shit. Y'all need to be cool off that shit, because you can't, y'all don't go deep as us, sorry. Sorry, I, it ain't about comparing, it ain't about saying, looking for help, 
What I'm saying here is that was an everyday choice. But you don't want to know why that's not a reflection of what we truly wanted. Because with that being said, there were 200 instances of slave rebellions in the United States throughout the whole 400 years. Some have varying degrees of success, a lot failed. But the fact that there was over 200 long, and then you had the little thing called Haiti in 1804. I cannot say that we wanted that. I cannot say that. Frederick, a, a, a race of people that produced Frederick Douglass to join a truth that spoke so vehemently, vehemently against the dangers of slavery and what that was doing to the fabrication of society and why it must be stopped from their perspective. How you could say we wanted this. Harriet Tubman freed 300 slaves all on her own. And you telling me that's what we chose to be? That's crazy. We were constantly fighting. There's, there's, it, when you look back on your history, there, there were maroon societies during the slavery era. And these are societies of, of runaway slaves who were secluded but were able to survive on their own. No one and they were able to fight off white suppression. That's not that's not saying oh we wanted to be in slavery. That's that's that, that who was on the plantation was who was on the plantation. That ain't about everybody. That doesn't speak for everybody. And all that house nigga, field nigga, we need as black people, first and foremost, can we can we end the house nigga, field nigga argument for one last time? They're both house nigga, they're both slaves. There's no, there's no justice, there's no, there's no pride in being a cotton picker. There's no pride in serving somebody's, look here man. Ain't no pride in being no house nigga. Wouldn't no pride in being none of that. And ain't no pride in that shit today. So the fact that we have these arguments and the fact that we call ourselves joining these sides or switching sides. Look here, man. I know this. I, I've read. I, I ain't saying I'm smarter than the next man. But okay. Yeah, you're right. The Democratic Party, yeah, in the 1800s, they was big, bad, racist, KKK. They made the KKK. Yeah. But you got to know that it's, it, your history is really finagled, too, though. Because when the parties, there was no Democrats and Republicans at one point in time. They were one full party at one time in our history, buddy. And you know what split the parties? The subject of slavery. Now, we'll always say, oh, well, the Democrats pushed slavery and, and, they, and they pushed the plantation system in the South. Yes, you're right. But at the very least, the very worst, at the very best, the Republicans of the era, uh, in any era, have been neutral at best to any cause that we've ever had. Now, take for example, uh, history. We go back in history. We go to uh, slavery in general. Now, you, you talk about, oh, well, Abe Lincoln, he signed the Emancipation Proclamation, but he didn't feel as though you were equal to whites matter of fact that's why the country of liberia exists because he would have rather left all to go back as opposed to have stayed in america that was his solution that was the republican solution at one time that was that was the best that they could do for you was send you back to africa and that's what trump offered not too long ago we'll put you on plane and send you back to africa y'all sleep y'all claim woke, but okay Anyways, y'all didn't peep it. Anyways, 
that went over a lot of people's heads, but that's okay. That's all right. That's okay. So <clears throat> now, now I'm gonna give you the 1800s, and I'll give you, you know, I, you know, and see, this is the thing, and see, this is the thing. <laughs> the Emancipation Proclamation is so slick in intention. It's 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 hilarious. Like <laughs> he only freed the slaves in the Confederate States anyway. So what difference did it make? It was only done to cripple the Southern Democratic Party in the first place. It was a political move. Now, mind you, in all reality, we was going to have to evolve from that anyway. Slavery was never going to work in order for America to be a real superpower. We were far behind because of the South. That was the issue. They were dragging us down in all reality. And the slavery was part of it. And speaking of that, how is it? I mean, it's 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 ridiculous to say that something's a choice when you have fugitive slave laws. You have laws that say, well, if well you you ran away to a free state, but they caught you here, so you gotta go back with them. That, come on, ain't no, you ain't ain't no what no choices. Went to, why do you think we went to Canada? Come on, man. Slipping. Don't we know what y'all talking about? Oh, we chose to be in that. Really? Really? That means that you you would probably choose to just say, well, fuck it. Uh, it's whatever. That doesn't sound like you motivated to fight to be. Saying that you agree with being a slave just says, oh, well, yeah, I was down. Well, you know, yeah. So either you fought. So you so. OK, so there's one or two things. Either you was picking cotton or you was in the house or you was running away. Look, I ain't bold enough to say I'm killing somebody and I'm running through and I'm burning them. But I'm trying to run away at night. I, I'm praying to God every night. Harriet, please come to my plantation. <laughs> come get us. Fuck that bullshit. Come get us. Come get us, Harriet. Please come to my plantation. Show us the way. This is bullshit. If I ain't running away by myself or somebody else, I'm waiting on where's Harriet? We said in telegraph. Come on. Tell her, come on. <laughs> We trying to get it to come on down to Virginia. We, we, nah, fuck that. Got me fucked up. Got me bent. Come on. That's what somebody wanted to do. Kunta didn't want to do it. They, they, wore that mu- they wore his back out. He wanted to be Kunta so bad. <laughs> and then he chopped off his foot because he kept trying to get out of it. Come on, bro. We know they, they ain't playing. Slipping. That's why they keep shooting you in the, in the street. What do you mean? It's a choice. That's coming from a perspective of they paying me millions of dollars, so let me make them happy. That's what it sounds like to me. And that's top hat, house negro behavior. Sorry. I, it's, it's a bold statement, but I'm going to say it. And When you say, when somebody says to me, well, the Democrats, they didn't do this. And the Democrats did. Well, that just proves to tell me that black people still ain't done nothing for themselves. We still waiting on white faces, regardless of party, to come through and do something for us. Now, you can sit here and, 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 and say, oh, well, the Republicans, they did this. Well, it was, a, it was a Democrat who even came up with the Civil Rights Bill in the first place. And it took, it took a Democrat and Republican to come up with the Voting Rights Act. And mind you, they was both from the North. So, yeah, they could sit there and say, well, the Democrats, they was already split up. See, politics are so shysty and so double-sided. Democrat means what? 
Republican Republican means what? Yeah, 90, 90 senators voted no on the on the on the Civil Rights Act, but they all came from the South. So and then right after that passed and the Voting Rights Act passed, they switched to Republican. So what are we what are we really saying here? They saw I me. Mean, you can say what you want and you can post your little LBJ memes on the Facebook or whatever. Guess what though? He's a Democrat from the South. And guess what? He signed it. We had to sit on the back of the bus by force just because we was black. You was cool with that? Because because you figured it was a law that they passed. It was somehow and, and it was we did it by marching and all that. It, it's some convoluted bullshit. Look here. You still sit on the back of the bus psycho subconsciously because that's what they force you to do. That's how deep that shit is. So this was never done by choice. It was never our choice. Don't don't listen to some old some old house Negro tell you that. Come on now. You better than that. You heard what Trump said. He said we can go back to Africa. He had come on, and he said it. Did no Republican senator sign off on nothing? Come up with nothing for no yo you to get anything in this country? And you can sit there and say, "Well, it's a handout. It's a hand. you ain't have nothing. How you talk about it's a handout when you ain't even had nothing to bring to the table." What we talking about? Like we just all oh right. We just we just protected. We just well, we had Black Wall Street. And what happened? Then white folks bombed it. Cause guess what? They got senators that said that's fucked up. They tear what's bomb they shit. You ain't got no senators. You can't say shit. They come bomb you. What you gonna say? Oh well. We mad. No, you can't do it that way. You can't appease. It's not about appeasing. It's not about saying, hey, Democrats, do something for black folk. If you want to run as a Democrat, if you if you if you feel that, if you feel that justly about both parties, somebody needs then somebody from our community, a lot more people from our community need to just step up and do it. We need to do our homework a lot, a lot more better homework when it comes to electing these officials as well. So to say, oh well, Obama, he ain't do nothing. He well, what is what it what it says to me when I hear a comment like that is, you didn't pay attention to a subject in school called government, and we learned about checks and balances. You didn't know that your legislation. You you just you just you just whiffed on the fact that all your senators was Republican, and that's who writes the laws. Yes, president can veto and all this. But then you gotta deal with filibusters, yada yada yada. Is it is it worth it for him? Every time he comes up with something, every time they come up with something, he wanna challenge it, they gonna block his ass. All because we wanted to vote for the black guy to be the president, but then forgot about mayors and DAs and you know, uh governors and we didn't want, we didn't, you know, senators was like, what? You know? Ask the average, ask the average black guy or black girl between the ages of 18 to 21 and 25. Name you three black senators. I need to know if they not in college. Tell me how many of them that's not in college is going to give you an answer. Come on. Come on. White people vote for people every year. That's why they in there. That's what they do. I'm surprised. I'm surprised I ain't seen no Latino president or governor yet. You know Vela Vergosa on the ticket. I'm gonna, that's interesting. They got two Latinos. I'm going to see what they going to do. We sitting there, hey, you know. We got, we got one cat. 
Nicholas Wild Winstar. I'm gonna put his name out there just because I think it's cool. You know, he's a recording artist. He he a libertarian and all that, but he's a brother. We got a couple brothers on the ticket for governor. You know, but no state, not in California at least. You know, and it's like the political, the lack of political activity. That that's why they here. That's why they shooting us. It's not so much that we ain't, you know. You know, you can say what you want. You know, Kamala Harris at, her, at at this moment is trying to fight the bond system for the prisons. So we can sit here and go all night about which side is doing what for what. But I I would have to side with this. I would have to go with the with the with the side that shut down industri- the industrial prison complex or the private prison complex, which was Obama. I mean, I'm not saying he was perfect. I gave him a B plus. I, I, if I were to honestly grade him as a president, I'd give him B B plus. Wasn't perfect. But Bush was shit. You can't tell me Bush Bush was better. You ain't gonna tell me that. You crazy. You ain't, you ain't gonna tell me Obama made it a race thing. White people made it a race. They got offended by that. They don't like to see us telling them what to do. They don't like to see us in power. So that that was gonna happen. And I don't mean everybody that's white. I mean I, I can't say it like that. But you know, you know the you know, the red states, you know, and there's a lot of those, you know, they ain't, they ain't messing with no black president like that. That's why they wanted, that's why instead of calling it affirm, affirmative, I'm sorry, in terms of the health care, that's why instead of calling it affordable health care, they call it Obamacare on contact. So they, so they could just associate it with the black guy, you know, as opposed to it being good health care, you know. So we can go all night about how this shit is ragged. Oh, by the way, Flint still ain't got no water. What? Kanye ain't said nothing about that. But I'm going to say it. Uh, that's an issue as well. And when we think about, when we, when we allow Kanye to distract us with something like that, and think about, and look, and look, and look how much time it, it's taken me. There's so much more going on in this world. There's so much more that I, you know, discuss right now. <sighs> you know, to, to say that you chose something like that is unbelievable. And I think at this point in time, we as a people, as a country, and not just black folk, there's universal causes that we need to 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 understand first, and maybe in the black community we need to fracture ours first, and then work on the broader community. Because I do believe that we have that influence, and we have the influence and the juice to get everybody else going like that. I think so. I believe. I firmly believe that. And look at, because look at what Kanye is able to do, even though it's it's crazy off the wall, pro Trump, but he's able to get people to think about something but uh I, I i'd rather people think about something cooperative not selling out i think there's more power in us coming together operating as a unit collectively whether it be a community whether it be you know a neighborhood coming together and demanding answers. We need to hold town halls. We need to hold our black senators, black whoever, public officials up we, f- f- up to a higher standard. We need to be c- having them call in and answered for, to town hall. Same thing with any white po- or anybody who wants to run representing the community. Republican, Democrat, they need to be coming to us, talking to us and answering our questions. That's why, I mean, because it's crazy. It's crazy to sit here and say that you live in a perfect society and it's it's somehow worth, it's somehow worth just being content in when people can come and shoot you in your church and people can come shoot you in, in the Waffle House while you eat. You can't say the world is all right when we got to sell crack or sell drugs and pimp each other out in order to live for ourselves. And we call that rebelling, but we just get caught up in the, the their official slavery system. Changes gotta be made, that's all. Nothing to be critical. 
I had to change. I had to change as a human being, personally. That's what life is all about. It's not, it, it's not about, it's not necessarily, it's not always about fighting, but it's not about appeasing and just, and just, and just wanting to get along just to get along. Sometimes you got to buck something. Sometimes you got to, you got to keep it within yourself for sure. But never, I would never kiss ass. Not, I would never, I would never, I would never come out like that and say that to my people. And, and call myself representative. I wouldn't feel comfortable as a representative of my people. Siding with the man who who is in cahoots because he hired the attorney general who just reopened private prisons. They cut Pell Grants. They cut health care. You ain't going to tell me that that's, that's cool. Oh, we can't afford it. I mean, a lot of people say that, but I, a lot, don't a lot of y'all work full time at your job anyways and get health insurance? Or don't they pay my job, dude? So I don't know, man. I, y'all complain about this, that, and the other. Y'all get shit. When you, I, y'all don't want to pay for shit, but then y'all don't get nothing. Y'all don't get no. As soon as Republicans, Republicans say, "Well, you ain't gotta spend no extra taxes," and immediately cut services, and y'all cool with that? Whatever. That's y'all choice. That's a choice. That, that's your choice. My choice, think outside that box. A little bit different. I'd rather cooperate with like-minded people who are actually trying to make positive change, not necessarily go along with some type of status quo. And that's what Kanye decided to do. He decided to simply go with the status quo. And... To me, that's the exact opposite of what being being real is all about. You know, his music is a reflection of him, and I and I and I heard some new stuff today, and I hope I hope it's not real. I hope somebody was trolling me today. Somebody showed me some some of his new stuff. I, I'm gonna have to find it myself and and be and 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 figure it out for myself. But if it's what I think it is, it's 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 garbage. Okay, all that, all that talk, and he got garbage music. Hey, look here, man. This is my, I I promise you right now. Look here. I might not be the perfect host, but I'm damn sure going to try and give you the honest from my heart every time. That man is faker than the two dollar bill, man. Well, not a two dollar bill, so because those existed, but he's faker than a three dollar bill, man. That that that's disingenuous, and that's coming from you know a black man who who live who who lives in America, who's who who understands, who's seen white privilege, but then at the same time seen. Scene where if you're if if you really trying to do something and you're in the right place at the right time, it don't matter who you are, you're going to do it. I decided to take it upon myself and start a podcast today. And that's something just barely simple, but. You people are getting up every day to do something amazing or do something with their life. That's a choice. Whether it's just a a a, a nine to five jobs that you that you're using to pay your bills or pay your way to school, that's that's a choice. You got to do something. You're changing your life. You're developing. You're investing in yourself. That's what he didn't tell you to do. That's what you should do. Fuck the Yeezys. Fuck the status quo. What what what, what what's gonna be self sustainable for your community? In 10, 15 years. For you. 15, 20 years. Do we think about that? When we decide, yeah, we were slaves and that's it? That That's because that's the only big point that he made. Yeah, well, okay. Certain people, dis- yes, people, certain slaves decided that that's what they wanted to do. A lot of them did. Sure, whatever. But a lot decided to fight. A lot decided to run away and seek freedom. Start businesses, 
become politicians in certain cases. Businessmen. He became some became wealthy. At all point in times. So yeah, I've experienced racism. This is America. Damn right. But do I think I'd be in a position to be able to make a fucking podcast like this? In fucking Uganda somewhere? Nah. Nah, to be honest with you, no. Wouldn't have the job that I have. Wouldn't have the home that I have. My family situation would probably be shit because of war. There's, there's countless people coming to this country every day. To avoid that very same shit. We are, who are we to turn them people over? Who are we to at least not give them the chance to, to be vetted? You know, at least. Hey, we know who the criminal is. Come on, man. You can't do a background check. If they ain't got no ID, turn them away. Shit. If they got ID, you can't. There ain't no Interpol. You just type in somebody. That's. I'm sure there's an international database. I'm sure if you got a felony in America, you go to fucking France. First of all, they not going to let you leave the country, I bet. What the hell? And maybe, maybe, maybe in that country they could leave, but, I mean, come on now. If, if I'm just saying, hypothetically speaking, if that existed, just turn that motherfucker away. That doesn't make, it, it doesn't make any sense to say, well, all these motherfuckers is, is rapists and killers. Really? For what? You don't know that. Who are we to say that? Because you know why they say that? Because they think all black people are rapists and killers. That's why they lock us up and shoot us for no fucking reason. He ain't got no gun. i tell you this. I propose this. There was this new law passed in Cali recently about the police being able to just, you know, draw an excessive force. One of my coworkers wasn't really feeling it. And I propose, I can see why. You know, cop supporters and family and cops themselves would feel that way. I get that. Okay. How about this, though? How about, how about, how about you, you're a little bit more cautious with people who don't have guns? And since you're so sugar happy as, why don't you just be sugar happy on people who already have guns? And are shooting. And kill them. I think... There you can get your fix. I don't see it's perfect. You I, why not even have a shoot make a make a shootout of it? Have fun with it. It's so I don't get it. Where's the thrill in just shooting people just to shoot people? No. Have a have a do like y'all used to do in the wild west. Shoot out. Bang bang. Shoot out with the kid at the school. Bang. Shoot him up. He come through in the in the in the in the, with an AR fifteen to the Waffle House. You get the shotty. Get that man. What are we, what are you doing? Why does he go? Why does he go alive? But the black man running <sighs> can't get away. Really, bah, 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 bah. twenty shots in the back. Really, Kanye. Really, man. Stop. And black people who don't want to acknowledge that, Sheriff Clark. I don't want to call out Tommy Sotomayor yet, but he be he be on that shit. Yeah, I said it. But I hey, that's neither here or there. I can't kill myself for my first show. I know people, you know, already know. Hey, speaking how I feel, but no nah, man. So let's wrap this up. It's been a good journey. Y'all got to go into my psyche a little bit. I'm going to let it all out. And uh, this was refreshing. I hope y'all liked it. Uh, I'll be back uh, tomorrow. Um, We're going to be talking some NBA. Uh, We're going to be talking, uh, you know, uh, Sixers, Celtics. We're going to be previewing uh, a little bit. We're going to go into a little bit more of the Cavs in general. Uh. I, yeah, Golden State won tonight, so we're going to talk a little bit about that um, and what they're going to do in the next round, uh, that matchup. And uh, I might even have the, the King story ready. 
there was something I wanted to do with that uh, tomorrow as well. Uh, so we'll be back tomorrow. Probably, yeah, about the same time. Um, we just got to I just got to get everything set up, keep everything set up, um, get a good uh, schedule going, see what works for everybody else. If, you know, people, you know, like it, whatever. Um, but like I said, thank you for whoever wanted to listen to it. Uh, feedback is always uh, welcome. Uh, you can reach me on my Facebook. Just type in El Jamal or you can reach me on my uh, email ljbutler75 at gmail. I'm going to chill now. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Like I said, again, this is never out of bounds. Y'all have a good one.